What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pints Podcast. I'm Gobi, and with me, very special guest, friend Vana, Dr. Nagel, Masami, Omega Construct, and Zero Burn 75. We got a special podcast for you tonight, as if you don't know, this is our 13th year, and we got some changes. Um, but I think I'm going to let the, the lady of the house uh, take over from here. So, uh, Finn... And she just stands there and she's muted. Finn's muted right now. Yeah. Nope. Fuck you, Gubby. No, I got, she's got better things to do. Yep. So, um, 13th anniversary. So, yeah, uh, well, Dr. Nagel, you've been working hard behind the scenes uh, on the revamp of the site. You want to give an update? Yeah, sure. Um, we had a, a staff meeting a while back uh, with Murphy and uh, uh, Mick Murphy, our, our fearless uh, GS founder and leader. And uh, it was, uh, what was this, like two, two, three months ago that uh, he, uh, dropped, he dropped a, a transition plan, basically, so that uh, Gobi, Finn, the Leetness, and myself uh, basically got promoted and we are all working as a collective to update the site and uh, try and bring active development back to it because Murphy has been, you know, occupied with real life. He's got a kid uh, and he's hopefully having a very uh, happy and productive life out in California. And uh, he doesn't have as much time for the site as he used to. So he's uh, delegating work out to the rest of us. And uh, we've been, I've been uh, working forum side and we've all uh, been working in various aspects of the site to sort of bring it up to date. And yeah, that's, that's been it since our staff meeting where uh, all the GS leaders got together and talked about what we want to see uh, the site transition to and what we want to see in terms of features and organization and what was the the phrase you used Gobi? lean and mean yeah leaner and meaner so yeah ever since then uh we had a whole bunch of things uh written down that we want to do on the site and we're starting to enact them right now starting with reorganizing the forums so now pretty much the way it's going to work is uh Featured clan fronts are going to be uh, divided up by system. So if you're a PC player and you uh, need to access something on the forums, you just go to the forums and you click PC, and you're in PC land. All things PC. If you're a PS4 player, same thing. You just click PS4, you're in PS4 land. And hopefully that's going to make things a little bit more accessible and easier to organize. And, uh, I, well, I know you were working on this whole... Um... So behind the scenes, obviously, some games now have crossplay, and we want to accommodate obviously all of our players because we love crossplay games. But they were kind of a pain in the butt, but you got that figured out. So now, like, even when you go into the PS4 land and you go into Fortnite, we'll say call Fortnite. Yeah, we'll use Fortnite, and you go into Fortnite and you post a message. Everybody that has access to the Fortnite can see it. So if I'm on PC and I go into Fortnite, I can still see that message. So we can, you guys should share messages across platforms for the cross-play games and, you know, keep us all connected. Like, you know, Call of Duty, same thing. You can go into the PS4 because you're a PS4 gamer, go into the Call of Duty section, post something, and everybody will be able to see it. Um, yes, which is the, the good thing. We want to, like, we want, the goal is to organize, not 
uh, segregate or uh, divide the community up. So, uh, like, Gobi loves playing Gears of War. Gears of War, I believe, has crossplay between uh, PC and Xbox, is that correct? Yes. Yes, it is. So, yeah, uh, the Gears of War game will appear in the PC forum and in the Xbox forum. It'll actually be the same forum when you click on it. So you'll be posting messages regardless of, you know, if you're a PC main player or an Xbox main player, you'll go to the same place. But it won't appear in the PS4 forum because I don't think Gears is available for PS4. And it won't appear in the Switch no, forum it because it's not available for a Switch. So that's sort of the uh, the organizational idea that we have here so everything that gets cross-play gets a shared forum uh and you can just sort of you know pick your main platform everybody has a main platform in their profile mine's pc uh dunks is xbox so dunk can go into the xbox forum and do all things xbox but if he uh is playing a game that has crossplay, he will go into that featured game forum and he'll be able to talk to everybody across the grid everyone who has access to it so it is. It's a good system. Or I'm excited about it, at least. No, I, I think it's it's going to be good. Um, hopefully... Hi, there she is. Finn hey. unmuted herself. Sorry about that. Oh, you're but, all good? Uh, you called on me. Uh, there was like a cacophony of ambulances and fire trucks going by, and I've got the window open, so you wouldn't Ooh. have been able to hear me. <laughs> but we would have gotten a nice parade. Get some action. <laughs> so yes, well, yeah, Finn, Finn and so, Gobi are newest administrators. Uh, yeah. So Finn, uh, your first time on the podcast. Let's uh, let's hear what you got to say about it. Oh, I don't, I don't really have much to say. Um, I'm still continuously throwing out uh, some recruiting posts and trying to get with you guys on certain issues and. About it. I'm sad that McMurphy needs to step down. He's uh, been a wonderful leader for all of us. Um, you know, he got all this going, and him, you know, Patch passing the torch, it's like, you're sweet. He did touch on that and say that it was uh, obviously difficult because he started the site in 2008. Yeah, or 2007. Uh, and yeah, he's been running it ever since. But uh, as uh, as we said, as Finn said, he doesn't have uh, as much time for it anymore. So he is passing the torch, but he's not gone. He's not leaving. He's just uh, <laughs> he's passing off all the work to other people. All yeah, right. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be waiting for the uh, in a few years' time, five, ten years ish. He's like, all right, guys, I'm back. <laughs> give, me, give me back control now. It's like, yeah, my kid's in college now. I've got way more time. <laughs> right. Well, you know, by then I, I might be ready to give him my control. Be like, hey, yep, yep, it's my turn to take a break. <clears throat> yeah, Chris, after, yeah, 10 years, yeah, I'll be, I'll be ready. To, uh, I'm probably not even going to make it 10 years. I plan to be dead in five. <laughs> High standards. Uh, gotta have them high standards. High cholesterol. <laughs> gotta have that high cholesterol. That, that too, for sure. Uh, yeah. So that kind of covers the 13th year thing. I mean, yeah, so again, uh, Dunk's also kind of... He stepped down, but he's he's still around too. Um, and he's a considered a GS advisor, which is, you know, basically the same thing as us. Um, 
he's still there if we need him. Um, you might still see him around gaming and stuff like that. Um, basically, all we're saying is they're they're just stepping down from like their day to day roles, and I mean, you're still hopefully going to see him around and everything like that. It's just, yeah. It's just now Gilby and Finn are the uh, official administrative face of GS. Our new fearless leaders. God help us all. Yeah. Well, he he forgot he forgot the the trio um because he makes up the the right hand there. <laughs> I am also technically an administrator now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're no evil. You're no evil. (laughs) You're never gonna be my boss now. (laughs) Hey, guess what? You can't get fired now either. Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know you really wanted to, but you're right. I I can't fire you anymore. But now you can't be fired. There was like there was a grace period. There was one glorious month where you were technically my boss, and you could have fired me, and now it's over. Oh, nope, I didn't. I was. There's no way that was gonna happen, man. Because you wanted to be fired. <laughs> God damn it! It it's like zero. He he. Same thing. Sorry, man. You're just fucked. Your lifer. Never going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, zero. We're never gonna let you go. <laughs> You're stuck with Hooray! us. Hooray! I have friends. They're forced <laughs> friends, but they're friends. <laughs> They have me chained in the basement. Occasionally, they let me out to have food. <laughs> hey, at least you feel dressed. You failed to mention how much you like it down there. It's okay. It's cold and it's dark. I like it. It's it's perfectly hey, okay. It has an internet connection and World of Warcraft subscription, so it can't be all bad. And nah, it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I guess, yeah. uh... Yeah, yeah, you want to talk about... Uh, all right, so uh, forum changes, yeah, that's how we're changing the forums. Uh, that's ongoing, because I'm sifting through all the posts, and uh, <laughs> I'm basically reading every single post that was in the the uh, featured clan front so that I can uh, divide them up where they need to be divided up and share forums where they need to be shared. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's where the forums are headed. In terms of Discord... Uh, what are we doing? We're not doing terribly much to Discord. We're just trying to eliminate some bots that we don't need. Uh, maybe I was thinking about getting uh, putting together uh, another bot based on the red infrastructure that could handle a whole bunch of capabilities like announcing streamers. We can do that in the bot channel. Uh, playing music, uh, all the rest of that. We're not going to get rid of Tatsunaki because everybody loves... Everybody just loves getting daily credits and giving rep points. I don't really, I, I don't get it. But people love it, so we're keeping it. Fuck yeah. Gotta and, keep it. Yeah, what is, are there any other, like, uh... Do you still have the Warframe bot? Oh, do we still have the Warframe? Uh, it, then we can totally get rid of should that. should be. I don't think anybody uses that, ever. <laughs> uh, I didn't even yeah. know there was a Warframe I bot. I totally totally would i just don't recall the commands <laughs> i don't, I don't no, even uh, know which one it is uh we have it, it it's uh that's a damn good question like um, yeah pin was the one who found it what does it it's even not, do is it is it uh genesis is that it 
Maybe, possibly. Uh, I'll have to take a look at it and let you know. But uh, basically, for all the people who come into the Warframe channel um, and ask, you know, like, or say, you know, Barrow has this this week and blah, 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 all you got to do is like exclamation point Barrow for like PC or Xbox or PS4. And then it'll straight up tell you what Barrow has. You don't even have to be there. Okay, I, that's pretty cool. I didn't even know that was a thing, and I play a lot of Warframe. We couldn't guess. Yeah, it's, it's like the same with the like the Destiny bot for uh, Zer. Yes. Yeah, the uh, yeah, uh, Charlemagne. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Charlemagne, I did know about. It just seems like nobody has ever used that bot. I have it um, when I when I was playing Destiny uh, before you know. Now, um, Zero, you played Destiny. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, yeah, the uh, I traded in one. Game? I traded in one drug for another. Um, but That's how it works. the I had it on. I actually downloaded it and put it on my own because uh, I've just got like a bot Discord that I do everything on if I'm testing stuff or doing stuff myself. Um, and it actually is fairly helpful. It's, it's, it's just using it. That's the issue. Um, we don't, I don't think we have a whole lot of people that, uh, that actually use the bot. I know I haven't seen the, the two most prominent people who play destiny right now are bomb tank and Nighthawk. And I don't think I've ever seen the two of them use it. Um, I've used it occasionally, but like I said, I pretty much used it on my own Discord. That way I didn't clutter up the bot spam channel with Destiny crap. I mean, that's that's what it's there for. Eh. It's there for bot spam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems it seems to make sense, but you know, I, I'm I'm that guy. I'm at least a little considerate occasionally. <laughs> Unless it's to Gobi, and then of course I'm an asshole. Uh, I spoke with Soccer, Dr. Niggle uh, earlier about putting the giveaway bot back in. I got another key for Steam. I would like to uh, for another week um, or uh, in the box four or Jack Jackbox Party Pack four. Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a that's a fun little collection to have. My sister's actually got it, and she uses it to. Um, she works with a with a youth organization, and they get together on Zoom and play Jackbox games on Zoom to kind of keep the kids entertained. Uh, See so yeah, the the that giveaway bot can be a little racy. <laughs> Some of it, some of it can be. Yes, it just depends on who's playing. It's like Cards Against Humanity. Um, it, it can be right. Well, no, Cards Against Humanity is just straight up inappropriate, and it's wonderful. But the kids' version of Cards Against Humanity is apples to apples. Yeah. Which even apples to apples, if you're playing and your mind is constantly living in the gutter, can be very dirty. Yep. Sounds like my kind of game. Mm. Like I can be way more, oh, way more uh, uh, dirty with apples to apples than I can with Cards Against Humanity. It kind of <laughs> it's telling. Mm. 
Um, yeah. Um, anyway, the, the giveaway bot could actually be a really good <laughs> idea, and we gotta get we gotta get Linus, uh on the same page with the giveaway bot because he gets humble bundles a lot, and uh, most of the time when he gets a humble bundle, it includes games that he already has in his Steam library, and he is the type of person that might enjoy uh, giving away some games to the community. So, giveaway bot maybe in a permanent edition. But I don't know what the fuck Nightbot is or why we need it. I don't know what the fuck Bot is or why we need it. And I don't know what the Discord.RSS bot is because I've never seen these things used. So, the, the last one... Um, oh, Eris yeah, is yeah. Destiny? No, screw that. All right, we're getting rid of this. We're just shitting all over <laughs> the Destiny community. That's our goal for the next month, <laughs> to just shit all over Destiny. They have a new DLC coming out, so they'll be all in a frenzy because that's horrible or something, I'm sure. God um, damn it. <laughs> uh, but the, the Discord RSS one, all that did was pull, like, posts that were made on the forums and post them in the announcement channel on Discord, so I have no problem with that bot being gone. Um, oh, that's right. We did actually yeah. try that a while ago. We tried to give people notifications when there were posts made on the forum, uh, but we, it turns out we didn't need it at all. Yeah, and apparently Nightbot is related to streaming, but I think what we're trying to do is build a GS bot. <coughs> Deleteness. Um, he's supposed to be doing that. He said he was going to do it. I'm just going to start building it off the red framework. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's going to build that. So hopefully we can build like a giveaway thing in there. Maybe, we, and we can build in a streaming thing so we can get rid of Nightbot. And, you know, maybe we can look at Genesis and see what they use for Warframe. And maybe we can build that in as a module. And, yeah. Because, like, Fred Boat, totally I think that was for be... music. Totally be something along the lines that uh, you know directs people to forum posts as well. I think because we we want more traffic on the forums. So yeah, I mean we definitely could set up like you know an FAQ where you know like whatever in the bot to uh, you know somebody asks a question, post it in FAQ and sends them right to the forum. Right. Oh my god, we can have one of those really annoying bot features where it's like, it looks like you asked no. this question. Is this the no. answer that you were looking for? No. Yes. No. We'll name the bot no. Clippy. Pass. Pass. <laughs> Zero, you have been overruled. <laughs> it looks uh, like you're yes, trying so... to start a nuclear holocaust. Would you like help with that? Yes. Ooh, yes, would. No, rough. <laughs> um, too soon. <laughs> Oh, I miss Clippy. I miss uh, Clippy in Microsoft Word. Speaking of nuclear holocaust, uh, Mixer shutting down and going to Facebook. Uh, yeah. Mixer merging I mean, this, with Facebook gaming. I mean, this is as bad as a nuclear I mean, explosion, right? This, I mean, it's pretty fucking close. Because now you go from shitty Twitch to having Twitch or Facebook as options. Well, the best and, thing about Facebook gaming is that, like, when you're a viewer, you're using your Facebook account. So, like, think about how horrible the trolling is on Twitch. <laughs> and now you're going to have dumbasses on Facebook using their actual name while fucking talking shit on stream and shit. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah, this is going to be really funny. 
I will tell you the, the Ooh, biggest you. the biggest thing that I've seen, um, you know, and of course it, it I think it was mentioned uh by somebody in the saloon earlier, uh, that when Mixer decided to shut down and sell to Facebook, or when Microsoft decided to shut down Mixer and sell to uh Facebook, Facebook had to negotiate a release of contract with Ninja and Shroud. And not only are they going to be getting a flat payout from Facebook, they're Facebook's not even trying to get them as exclusive. So they could just go right back to Twitch and start making all that money again. It's just, it's, it's hilarious to me. What, what was the reason that, uh, that Mixer gave Same for way. doing this? It's like they had to scale their platform as, as they grew and they were unable to effectively do it, so they just decided to sell themselves? Yep, well, pretty much. I mean, it wasn't Some in bullshit. terms of like, scale in terms of infrastructure or whatever, because Microsoft could easily handle that. They were just talking in terms of user base. They just never It never got popular enough to a scale where it was worth the amount of money they were dumping into it. Um, oh. you know, some of you guys know I, I've produced some esports events. And a couple of them were uh, Mixer exclusive. They were like part. The events were actually partnerships with Microsoft and, and Mixer, and like they were just trying anything and everything they could to get eyeballs on the service. And even bringing two of like the biggest streamers, nobody gave a shit. Like they would get like Ninja would get views, Shroud would get views, but it didn't retain any viewers to other streamers on the site. So they just, it, you know, it was on life support for a long time and they finally made the call to pull the plug. Uh, if well, you, I mean, I... was that because they were simply a Microsoft streaming and, and not necessarily because you've got all these steam games and you've got all these PS4 games and, were they using Mixer? I don't oh yeah, think no. So. Mixer was yeah. just a streaming platform. Mixer, you could stream anything you wanted, just like Twitch. It was just, it was purely a Twitch competitor. It wasn't like exclusive to Microsoft games or anything. Yeah, it was just still failure think- at execution. A, a while ago, um, one of our, our former GS leaders, uh, Silas, uh, was doing pretty much exclusively Mixer streaming, and he was doing uh, Warframe and another game, which I can't remember right now. Oh, PSO two. Fantasy Star Online. Uh, so yeah, he was he was a big fan of Mixer. It was just a general streaming platform, like Omega said. You now know, Facebook I, thinks they can do better. I, I the issue that I had with Mixer, and this was you know when I started, um, you know thinking about doing streaming, and and Omega had brought up you know when I said I was just doing Twitch and Facebook, he was like, well, if you're only doing Twitch and Facebook, you're not really going out anywhere so i attempted to do like mixer and and other and other platforms however to even get started on mixer's platform you have to take a streaming 101 course and before it will let you stream anything yeah it was it was a 10 minute video that you couldn't skip yeah and it was one of those things i was just like you know what as as quick and easy as it would be to just 10 minutes and be done with it, I'm not going to do that just to stream for, you know, a couple hours a week, a couple hours a day, maybe. Um, and now I'm kind of glad I didn't even put myself through it because, hey, here we are. 
Omega and I actually put ourselves through it, though, because we were looking for live streaming services for a D&D game when back before we used Roll20. Uh, we, were, we were looking for ways to uh, share a screen and music and sound effects. And so we tried Mixer and YouTube and Twitch. And that's when we discovered the joys of trying to get set up on Mixer, because, yeah, 10-minute video that you couldn't skip. Also, apparently you had to wait 24 hours after that for you to be able to stream anything. So there, were some, there were some restrictions in there that were a little uh, weird. Versus Twitch, where you can sign up and start streaming immediately. If you were grandfathered in, you didn't have to do any of that shit. You just signed up, got your stream key, and you streamed. The and thing, it took me well, all of two minutes. No, that, that was the thing. I didn't... I created my Mixer account years ago, so theoretically I would have been grandfathered in, but I didn't actually activate streaming abilities on my uh, profile uh, until last year, late last year. So that's, yeah, that, yeah, I had to do it. Yeah, so basically Mixer grew 0.2% over the last year, and the streaming industry doubled in the same year. So, like... Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it yeah, can't and you know there was then the the article also broke down like what their options were um it just completely dies and you know the streamers lose their platform and audience can entirely obviously that's not a good choice uh microsoft partners with youtube gaming uh but google is a big rival from smart devices to os uh so i see that not working i do think i would have much rather them partnered with youtube gaming myself over facebook but i have issues with facebook we won't get into uh three microsoft partners with twitch but amazon is a big rival in the cloud space again makes total sense why they didn't partner with twitch um yeah i've never used facebook gaming um again because i have issues with facebook we won't go into uh but how is there like streaming service like is it decent or is it garbage? I mean, if you can get past, like you can't. So it's garbage. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> from from the first sentence. Yeah, the the <laughs> it's hot garbage. Well, the the issue that I run into is I do on my streams an intro and an outro, and I have permission via email from the artist to run music, his music at the beginning and end of my streams. And every single time I have streamed on Facebook, I have had to send them a copy of that email to get the audio turned back on for the beginning and end of my streams. Yeah, oh my God. It's not worth so it dumb. because, yeah. And then I put it on YouTube and somebody other than the artist goes in and claims the music, which is not worth it for me anyway because I don't get paid by YouTube because YouTube's algorithms are dumb. Content uh, ID I matching get... is the way of the future. Yeah. Sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the future, for first time, I believe first time ever, an emulator is available on Steam that works for Super Mario, like uh, the original NES classic games. Um... I was surprised by this. Like, I was actually shocked. Is it free? Um, Bold move. Bold move. No. So, a few years back, there was um, another emulator um, 
I don't remember what it was called now, but it was actually put on the Microsoft store. Um, and it was on there for a short amount of time. And, and then it got a cease and desist ordering and had to be removed and whatnot from, and you can't even find it anymore. Um, so yeah, it, it was shocking after that to see this on steam. So we'll see how long this lasts, but this could be interesting that they're now selling emulators on steam. Thoughts? Uh, it is the emulator that we're talking about is called 3D Sen, which is the number three and then the letters D S E N, and uh, it's got support for Super Mario Bros, Zelda, and more. It's uh, the slate to become the first emulator to be sold on Steam today. And there are a couple cool things about this. One, yeah, it's it's an NES emulator, um, but it can, according to this article. It can uh, convert games, both classic and modern homebrew, into full 3D in real time. So your games work as they always did, but uh, camera angles and zoom can be adjusted on the fly. And if you want to, uh, if you wanted to play some isometric Super Mario, for instance, you can. It's been in development for about five years and went to uh, live today on Steam Early Access. So. This emulator not only plays all those games, but it can also make them appear 3D, which is kind of neat, and I don't know of any other emulator that is capable of doing that. Yeah, it should be noted, it is not free. No, no it's price. Yep. But, it, it has a price tag. <laughs> uh, um, apparently, early access is $9 on Steam. Fuck, $9? That's not bad. A uh, separate VR version is available for $20. American. Buy the game modules inside it, or do? Uh... Yeah, that was that was my question actually. So it's a it's an emulator. I don't think that it comes with any games. Oh, yeah, so are how you do loading, you are you loading ROMs or are these licensed? Because I mean that would make sense if Steam is now allowing it. If what, the uh, ROMs are like licensed by Nintendo or whatever. Uh, hold on, there's uh, the last sentence. Retro Arch is also planning a Steam release this year. So anybody who knows anything about emulators knows RetroArch. It's like one of the best ones out there. And it's coming to Steam later. I've used it. Um, I own the game, so I, I'm completely legit. Like, I have an NES. I have the actual cartridges, the whole freaking nine yards. Um, and it works it's great um but you you have to load roms for retro arch so i'm assuming that this one you can sideload roms as well um but it will be neat to see if you can do it in game as well hmm yeah that that'll be interesting to see if i mean i don't know if i would pay for an emulator considering you know i I've, I've gotten several very good emulators through just downloading them for free. Well, that's the other thing too. Like RetroArch is free right now, so if they release it on Steam, is it going to be paid? <laughs> More ways for Steam to make money. <laughs> they don't need it, right? It would be, yeah. I I'm not going to buy this and download it just to figure out whether or not I can sideload ROMs, but uh, I can't see this really working unless you have the ability to add your own ROMs because there are none available. 
on Steam. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so it says it's, it has support for <laughs> what are the games you mentioned, Mario and a few others. Yeah, it yeah. has an ever ever growing list of supported titles, and the supported titles uh, just mean titles that it can make 3D. So, oh yeah, yeah. So does that mean? Yeah, it, it's just going to be interesting to see once it's it's you know somebody gets in there uh, whether or not that means you can load these ROMs and it will support it, or if it actually means like you load it up and it says which of these games would you like to. Um. So the FAQs in the community hub for the game says uh, 3DS, 3D Zen uh, works best with NTSC USA Japan ROMs. Um, so you can sideload. Uh, where to get homebrewed ROMs, and then it gives you some list of Super Bat Punchers, Zooming Secretary, Bat Kid Demo, Flappy Bird, and there like there's different links there. Um, there's also Apparently, Micro Mages, which is an 8-bit game for NES console you can buy, which is $10, um, ROM included, play solo or up to four players. Um, and then they list the fastest way to get support is to go to the Discord channel. Um, and that's their FAQ. So my guess is you probably could load sideload, but again, I'm like Dr. Nagel. I'm not going to buy it just to find out. That's what it sounds like. If it, if they're pointing you in the direction of different ROMs that you can get, I imagine the ones that the website or like the actual game company or designers are pointing you at are ones that are oh, licensed free, free, whatever. And then, but that's also kind of their way of saying, oh, by the way, you know, this this is this is how you sideload these uh, these ROMs. Yeah. Here, this there's a forum post. Uh, Hi, I have some ROM files, but where to put? Where do I place them? I don't seem to know where to. Um, the answer: create a folder with your ROM somewhere and navigate in 3ds, 3D Zen. Basically, it doesn't matter where they're located. Just use 3ds Zen to open the ROMs folder. Um, and apparently, there's a beginner's guide that you can click on that takes you right there um, with a YouTube video to show you how to do all of it. Um, so if this you're really is... interested, go check out the community hub yeah. and the discussions, and you can find all that stuff right there for you. <laughs> this is really interesting to me that this is allowed on Steam, because there's nothing inherent, like, the reason other other uh, emulators have gotten cease and desists, and they've been taken off and for DMCA complaints and shit, is because they're being used to play these games that people have just downloaded for free, and Nintendo fucking hates that. Uh, but for some reason, this one's actually on the Steam store. So this is... I'm appreciating now the novelty of, uh, of this article. I bet there's some sort <laughs> of, like, legal thing. Like, it was Steam just doing a cover-your-own-ass thing where now that they... This company is like, hey, we built this emulator, and here are these games that are perfectly legal for people to use on them. So Steam can now be like, yeah... This emulator is used for these games that are royalty-free and perfectly legal for them to use. So now we can use it. Whereas other emulators are like, "Hey, this is how you can play Nintendo games." Yeah, that might be uh, yeah. part of what that comes from. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could definitely see it just being purely a legal 
decision. Yep. Guess since we're talking about things back in time, what was it? We figured out 22 years ago, Crash Bandicoot 3 was released, and 22 now 22 years ago, finally, it's about time Crash Bandicoot 4 launches this fall for the four people that are actually excited about this game. For uh, PS4 and Xbox One, Crash Bandicoot 4 is coming. Wait, it's going to be on Xbox 2? Interesting. Yes. Because uh, that is Crash was always, always, back in the day, was one of, like, PlayStation's flagship exclusives. It was one of their, like, flagships. That was, like, the big thing. I mean, hell, I remember when I was, like, nine years old, going to visit my cousin... And he had a PlayStation, and I had never played PlayStation. And he had like, do you guys remember demo discs? Where yes. it had like version, like it had like short versions of like six games on it. We played like the first two levels of Crash Bandicoot like all night long one day, and like it, it was hilarious. But yeah, that was that was like one of PlayStation's big titles. I'm surprised that uh, it's no longer an exclusive. Jesus Christ, you want to talk about demo discs? I find that's such nostalgia. Because uh, PC, PC Gamer Magazine, PC Gamer Magazine yes. used to be a thing, kids. We used to actually have to go to stores <laughs> and we had to buy PC Gamer Magazine because it wasn't on the internet. And uh, in inside those magazines, you would have a disc. Usually, you would get this disc, and the disc would be uh, demos of upcoming games, or it would be patches for popular titles that were, you know, actually. Uh, uh, like that you already owned so you didn't like go to a website and download a patch for like uh, Rebel Assault or something you had to find a disc in a PC gamer magazine that had that update so that you could manually patch your game that's how fucking long ago this was and demo discs were amazing I remember uh, I, had, I had a demo disc that had Wing Commander and Wing Commander 2 like the first 30 minutes of each game. And we, I would sit there for hours and just run through these. And then my stepdad bought the full game and it lost its novelty. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, like, screw it. Nope. Got to play for like 30 hours to beat this game. No, I'm good. (laughs) Also, Jesus Christ. Okay. Way, way back in like 1994, uh, we had a, a Power Macintosh 7100, which was a big fucking deal back then. It had like 256 uh, kilobytes of RAM. It was like a bitchin' machine. Oh, and but said megabytes of RAM. Almost said megabytes, not megabytes, kilobytes. Uh, and the one of the reasons why it was such a big fucking deal, maybe it was after 94, maybe it was 95, was because it was one of the first uh, Power Macs that had a CD drive on it like 4x read speed it was fucking crazy and uh one of the discs that i had for this computer that i absolutely fucking loved was called game room and game room was a cd 700 glorious megabytes full of demos it must have had like 200 demos on that disc for all sorts of different types of games and i just went through that thing i I probably spent a year just going through that playing every single demo on that disc Never bought any of the full games, but I played all those demos. Uh, so I played Wolfenstein 3D's demo on a demo disc, and I remember saving up 
the $21.50 that it cost for that AAA title game back in the day when it released. Oh my god, god. do you remember when AAA titles were only 20 bucks? Yes. <laughs> yeah, do. 1999. Uh, yeah. <laughs> at, at, any, at any store that you wanted to go to, you could pick these up. I still, like, I have a CD rack that's actually full of AAA titles from way back in the day, when you could actually buy things on CD, and they came in boxes, and they had, like, instruction manuals that came along with them, and they usually had cool oh, shit. They won boxes, it, and were complete it, games, yeah, and no DLC. Complete games, no DLC, no patches. They were just done. They were ready to be played. And we basically got collector's editions of everything. Collector's yes. editions used to be the standard because you bought a game yes. and it came with documentation. It came with lots of neat shit in it. And that was the $20 title. Now, if you want to do that, if you want to buy your digital copy of a AAA game, it's 60 bucks and you get the game. Or you buy the collector's edition, it's $100 and you get everything that we used to get back in the 90s. Yeah, and you left out the $80 tier in between. Oh, oh and, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, the $80 tier in between, which has some stuff that the collector's edition has, but doesn't have all of it. But at least you're getting more than the standard digital edition. That's better, right? I remember I bought uh, way back in the day uh, StarCraft and Diablo 2 when Blizzard was doing their like battle chests, and it was this giant box that had the game in it but it had like all kinds of like cool shit and artwork and back when blizzard was cool it was was so awesome they had like there was a mouse pad in one of those battle chests yeah they usually give away some badass shit and and, like those battle chests were like 30 bucks jesus christ yeah gaming used to be amazing (laughs) now we pay up the ass for digital well, I mean, it used to be people making games, and games were awesome, and now it's publishers who need to make as much money as possible to make sure that their investment is lucrative. Yeah, it's uh, game. Uh, most AAA game companies these days are less concerned with making their, their fans happy and more concerned with their stockholders, so no, that's how that went. No, it, it, it's always important to, remember, to, to nowadays, especially, remember the distinction between developers and publishers. Yes, 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 that is accurate. They're actually developers who give a shit, but they get screwed over by their publishers. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, just think of all the shit that we've heard in the last few years about the crunch and the grind of being a video game developer. People who make video games do it because they fucking love it, and they want to make good games. It's the publishers who are pushing out half-finished games, who are dumping a million microtransactions on top of these. and like That's, that's where the rage should go towards, not towards the developers. And there well, are and- there are actually other developers out there right now uh, who are a- acting as their own publishers, uh, and I'm going to drop um, 11-Bit Studios is one. They're a d- uh, developer and their own publisher, and they have come up with uh, uh, one title that we talked about a lot, uh, Frostpunk. Frostpunk was a finished game when it came out. It did not need patching. It was done. It was glorious. And I fucking love it, and it wasn't overpriced, and now they've come out with a uh, a season pass for this year because they're basically releasing a a whole nother game that they're treating like an expansion onto this game. So, yeah, there are definitely developers out there who are doing a good job, and they're they're getting it right, but uh, publishers publishers are evil. It's the big ones. You look at your EA, like your, your mega corporations... Yeah, EA, Ubisoft, Activ Blizz. 
you know, as much crap as I give Bungie for for Destiny, I, I mean, and and when they got away from Activision, that was probably the best move that they've ever made. Um, getting away from the big corporation and getting out from underneath that and actually publishing their own content. Um, you know, they, they've switched everything online. You can't get a disc copy anymore. You can't go to a store and buy it. You have to physically, you know, you, you have to go to their website or you have to go to the PlayStation store or steam or, you know, you just can't go to GameStop or wherever and buy the game anymore. You have to go directly to them, which I think was good for Bungie in a way. Yeah. I mean, I'll agree that getting away from ActiBliz is is a, a, a smart direction to go in because ActiBliz has uh, been very extremely focused on making money as of late. Well, and I can honestly tell you the developers over at uh, Blizzard have come out and said, you know, in their their quarterly meetings that they have, they have actually come out and said they are trying to get away from Activision's uh from Activision's plan, uh their their marketing strategy, because that's not the way that Blizzard ever wanted anything to go. Um so you know I'm interested to see exactly what happens, but I don't know if I don't know if Blizzard will ever be able to get away from from Activision. They've the, the certainly two. got a lot of work to do repairing their uh, their image with what used to be extremely loyal and devoted customers. Yeah, I was an extremely loyal and devoted customer to yeah, Blizzard. Me too. Jesus we, Christ, how many hours did you and I put into D3 and StarCraft in college? Jesus. Oh, D2. And then D3 after college. And then D3 oh, yeah. after college, oh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, we, uh, Leetness and I actually sat down once and calculated how many hours each of us had put into D3 since launch. And it turned out to be just based on the time that we had played our characters, because you have a counter in game, how long you've played this character. We added them all up and it's over 3,000 hours. Yeah, and, I don't uh, want to know how many hours I played WoW. Just way too many. Oh yeah, WoW is the other one that uh, our our we uh, Omega and I have a friend uh, that played WoW in college, and we I used to enjoy going over to his place and just watching him do raids because it was so fucking. Well, pretty. I mean, after you left Ithaca, like when I was still living there for a bunch of years, that like I would go over to his place and smoke weed and just like play with his Legos while he was fucking playing WoW. It was like my own personal crazy like fantasy war stimulator movie happening it was great <laughs> but yeah was like, cra- we did play I've a lot of Diablo played, i've never played a moment of wow but i've watched probably hundreds of hours of uh our friend playing it yeah i've never i i've played a total of three hours of wow uh when it was free and Linus convinced me to do it uh, apart from that, yeah, I've, I haven't touched that game, but I've watched a lot of it. And D2, we put enough time into D2 that we leveled every single playable character to 99, and then I just started turning that game inside out 
Uh, God, to, we broke that game, you know, every way we could. So many <laughs> trainers and fucking. God, my favorite was the necromancer, and you just give yourself all the charms of like plus six to teeth. And yeah, you do walk teeth, around. And it would literally be just a wave that would wipe out the entire map. A wave of these little bone teeth shards. Uh, it was it was glorious. We broke the shit out of that game. I uh, used uh, the Jamila editor in D2 to make a uh, set armor that had just max thorn damage, just as much thorn. Da- I figured out the actual number that would break the game, and I put it like one number below that of thorns damage, just so I could have this guy walking around the map. Anything that attacked him was instantly dead. All right, that's the that's the whole uh, Rick Sanchez. You don't want to touch me. You're gonna die. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Those were the fucking days. So yeah, Crash so, Bandicoot uh, coming out on uh, Xbox and PS4 October 2nd this year. And moving on. So uh, actually this game I'm actually interested in. Um, Outriders. Um, it was supposed to come out this fall. Hopefully it still comes out this fall. Um, it basically looks like your average... Um, live shooter, live service shooter, but it's not. It's more of a co-op. Um, I'm interested because it's made by People Can Fly, who originally worked on the Gears of War games, and then later made a game called Bulletstorm, which was stupid fun for those who played it. Um, and the publisher is Square Enix, which, you know, does, like, Hitman, Final Fantasy, and Tomb Raider, so... Hopefully this has a pretty decent story with some good co-op and, you know, good game mechanics. I mean, it looks interesting. And it comes out on all systems, so it's good. Thoughts? Discuss. Crickets. Yep, broke the chat. I I just want to say that starting off with uh, I'm really excited about this game it's a pretty average shooter is really a great way to sell it (laughs) (laughs) marketing discovered well yeah I don't want to overhype it because we all see how that's that's worked out I mean achievement unlocked right Um, well no it's I mean I'm so sick of terror like cyberpunk okay I guess we'll get this out of the way too so fuck you, Cyberpunk. Um, you're being pushed back another what is it, two months? Now it's November something. You're finally gonna be released. Yeah, I was sad when I read that. May you might come out this year, but I'm gonna almost bet on a 2021 release. I don't mind them don't know, taking their sweet time <laughs> to get it right. <laughs> uh, I, I know I'm just giving them shit. Develop your game and don't fucking push out some bullshit. And uh, because. If anybody can learn from that, it's was it Anthem? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that, that game, game? so? Yeah, I, I'm broken. not familiar with the. Uh, is that a video game? I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, it was that so brings broken. any memories? I seem to remember it. Decade. Wasn't there a uh, wasn't there a chat room in here for Anthem like years ago? Uh, Anthem was just one of those games like it wasn't bad and then it was like what the fuck just happened to the game so much oh the hype train was horrible just not okay like 
Uh, yeah, it was bad. That was, that was kind of in our like post division. Uh, like we had gotten tired of division and we had gone back to D3 just because we had like that was Doc, I think, when you and I were playing the most D3 at Space Engineers. And the, yeah. the word about that game was coming out and it was looking really good and there was a lot of hype. And then like when it we finally the beta. Out, it was just fucking. No, it was a beta, dude. We all played the beta and we were all like, uh, what the fuck? We did. Actually, we did play the beta and I was uh, frustrated because there was no parkour. And also that when Linus was going fa somebody was going faster than the rest of the group. And I think it was Linus because for some reason he just inherently understood where to go on the map, even though I had no fucking idea because <laughs> the... The waypoint system was broke. It was the beta. The waypoint system was broke. The minimap didn't, you know, work. Uh, so whenever he went to the next objective and got so far away from the group, the entire group just blinked from where we were to about a hundred. Oh, you forgot the loading screen. Him. Yep. With the loading screen. With the loading screen. And the thing is, they didn't... Uh, like, okay, when Omega and I are playing Halo, and we hit a checkpoint, whoever hits the checkpoint blinks the other person right next to them. So we end up right next to each other. Which is helpful, because I can see Omega, or Omega can see me. In Anthem, when we blinked, we were just far away enough from the person that we had no fucking idea where they were, or which direction <laughs> we were supposed to be going in. So that's what I remember about the Anthem beta. And, and and what's what's what makes it worse is the system didn't get any better when they release when the game came out on release. I played Anthem, I tried, and it was it was fun for about an hour. When you finished the campaign, which was only about only about two hours worth of work if you really sat down and did it. It, it the there was no end game. And everything was broken. You know, like you said, the waypoint system sucked or was non-existent. And if somebody got way far ahead of you using that, uh, I forget what the names of the different mechs are now, but the weeb-looking one that ran around with the knives. The Interceptor. Um, see? At least one of us knows. Um, the Interceptor, Ranger, uh, Storm... And what's the fucking giant Colossus one? Titan Colossus, I actually think was the name yeah, of it. I think it was a Colossus. Was um, the, yeah, the big one. But if that person got so far ahead of you, it, it you wouldn't know where to go because the waypoint system would say, oh, they're this way, but they really weren't that way. Or they were inside of a mountain. That was my favorite one. Like I, I would play with Loki because he called it the Iron Man game. Cause uh, we, I think we watched the first Iron Man game, and you know, you watch Iron Man fly, and then that's, I was playing the accurate. beta. I was playing the beta with I think uh, Nigel and somebody else, and he comes running over and he goes, "Daddy, are you playing Iron Man?" No, <laughs> Iron Man doesn't have guns. <laughs> uh, uh, War Machine does. Yes, War Machine definitely does. That's true. I, I okay, but. Again, he didn't know who War Machine was. He said Iron Man. Iron Man's different than War Machine. Come on, Mr. Comic guy over there that fucking has set everybody straight. Two different people. Oh, Stop Even trying to I make them one. <laughs> no, no. I, I was just going to I was going to let you go because, you know, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to make you look bad because it is the 13th <laughs> anniversary and you are kind of my boss. Um, uh, you're still not getting fired, dude. Damn it. I'm going to give you more work now. 
<laughs> me running. Um, anyway, the, the, the point of this is that uh, Finn is absolutely right in that if uh, a developer needs to take more time to get their shit together, in this case, we're talking about developer, again, a developer who is also their own publisher. So if the developer needs more time to make the game, take your time, make sure that the game works when it comes out. Don't listen to people like us who are impatient children. And uh, the other thing is Gobi needs to introduce his son to Don Cheadle. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure this is, <laughs> I'm not, not sure this is my best interest or the world's best interest for that matter. Um I do need to think about these things. Um Gobi, I know you've got kids. I know you've got a Disney Plus subscription. Let the kid watch all the Marvel movies. I will send you the way that they need to be watched in the correct order. Don't. Oh, God. Fucking Marvel fanboying all over the place. Now. That's uh, Just introduce your son to Don Cheadle. That's it. He doesn't have to watch the Marvel movies. Your six-year-old does not have to watch the PG-13 Marvel movies. <laughs> Just, just the Deadpool ones. Just the yeah. Reddit R ones. Just yes. Deadpool. Let him watch Deadpool. <laughs> Let him watch. Dude, okay, so Deadpool as a video game, he's about three quarters of the way through the fucking video game, and you cannot turn the gore off in a Deadpool video game because it's Deadpool. Why would you? You also can't turn the titties off. No, I did. I did have to take the controller and make Where? him leave the room for Where that. Would you uh, want to turn the titties off? That is a very He's good question. Six. He's six. Right? He's gonna learn That's about it. him eventually, bro. Yes, so just eventually happen. can okay. happen when he's eight. Uh, what is the rating on this game? <laughs> MSRB. Dad, Dad uh, approved. M. M for mature. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I am not going to judge your parenting skills. I'm just gonna let that hang. Hey, go for it, man. I mean, he also plays Warframe, The Division, Division 2, Gears of War. Like, That's mature. I don't mean, poop jokes. I mean, Omega, he play, he's played with you and fucking Dr. Niggle, so anything he can listen to in a game is not nearly as bad as anything that's going to come out of your guys' mouth. I haven't posted any any twitch thoughts or uh uh twitter thoughts in your discord uh in the channels that he can see you're the one who does that uh, he is my son though i am like you know Again, let's just me. let's just go with let's just go with what omega said and just let it hang hey <laughs> if you want to let it hang by all means uh, is it left or right or center i've also actually i believe that's the letter Addressed yeah, right. That, is, that is actually what it's called. That's what gentlemen say. Which way do you dress? Yeah, which side do you dress to? Yeah. So if you're ever getting me measured for a suit, which, you know, who hasn't been measured for a suit? Me. Me. <laughs> I, I recommend Me? you guys get a well-fitted suit. It is quite nice to wear something that actually fits and looks good. If you are in the northeastern region of the United States, I recommend uh, going to Joss Banks. Uh, There's an excellent suit-fitting store. They will uh, give you a, a wonderful selection. They will custom tailor a suit to fit you uh, precisely, and their prices are extremely reasonable, given the quality of the item that you will be getting. We talking Joseph A. Banks here? Yes, we are. Ah, yes, we have one of those here. They are an excellent, excellent uh, place to go and buy a suit from. And shirts. They have 100% cotton shirts, which are extremely comfortable and well-fitted. 
Yeah, but I'm short and fat. So. That's why you need to get one fitted. Yeah, <laughs> that's what somebody that's... knows how to make a fitted suit, and they'll make you look good in a suit. Joseph A. Banks. Right. Joseph A. Banks employs people whose specialty is fitting suits. They will do it I mean, right. I've never like, had a bad I, suit made. Like a local store. Like I, I got mine made at a, a local place in Pennsylvania, and uh, like it was the greatest experience ever. Like the dude was super nice and like knew his shit and measured me up and had my suit ready in like four hours, and it was perfectly tailored. And uh, it's the. It, you, you, there's a special way that you feel when you're wearing a well-fitted suit. And it just makes you feel good and you know you'll look badass. I highly recommend it. Depending on uh, yeah, what it's made out of, too, it can also feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Are you sure that's because you're not wearing any pants? I do. Uh, well, unfortunately, when I wear a suit, I have to wear the pants because... Well, no, you know what? You're right. I don't actually have to wear the pants. I'm going to try that next time. I'm still going to have the socks. There is no place that says no pants, no service. It says no shirt, no shoes, no service. It doesn't say anything about pants. I mean, that's a very valid point. And now we know why Gobi's not allowed in 7-Eleven anymore. (laughs) 7-Eleven, what are those? Oh. oh my god, I was about hicks. to say, we don't have those in the Midwest. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. The quick yeah, trip. That's... You're not allowed in the quick trip. Right. <laughs> no, we got the come and go. You're, you're not allowed in your uh, uh, meth head uh, gasoline Sounds more like stations. a stripper bar. Maybe it was a stripper bar gas station type deal. I mean, we could t- this could turn racial so fucking fast. Yeah, let's not. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Save it for the post show. Um, yeah, um, I guess that's... I don't was... really have a roundtable this week, so... Oh, no, really? On the 13th anniversary episode, you don't have a fucking roundtable? God, yes. who's you know, You know what else? We uh, completely went over our one-year podcast and never said a word. We've been doing this for over a year now, um, almost 13 months, and... Oh, this yeah. group. Congrats, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, are, we are driving this place into the ground. <laughs> yeah, you know, and what's funny is, this is the first podcast that we're streaming live on Twitch. Um, soon we will be moving to Pornhub, so, you know, just keep, keep your eyes open for that. So, Zero is paying for this subscription. It's all him. Hey, look, I'm using Bill. I'm using Bill Clinton's, so he he keeps providing me the password. I keep on forgetting that we're streaming live live on Twitch, but I think I've only said fuck uh, four or five times, so we're good. It's, a, it's okay. I'm not monetized. I, Say it all you yeah. want. Uh, I mean, uh, be, except for a mature audience. Yeah, I'm, mature. I'm mature. Set, so. Yeah, we're yeah. we're mature. That's the word I would use to describe all of us. See, now, Zero, now it would actually be appropriate for you to to drop a, uh, a fart from the soundboard. Ah, yes. That would be true. But I don't um, have it loaded. Damn. Oh, damn. All right, uh, well, I we guess actually, I'll take us out. No, 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 we're not done yet. Uh, we actually oh, have a uh, special, special guest star, uh, The Leetness, has decided to uh, to pop in and and, uh, and say hello. Um, if uh, everybody would like to uh, say hello to The Leetness. 
Hey, Leitness. What's up, Leitness? Hey, Leitness, I got a question for you. Yeah. I don't think she's in the chat yet. Oh, yeah? What is it? What, what's, the, what's the question here? No, no, never mind. Continue. I would put my penis in it. <laughs> I mean, he, he seems fairly adamant that he would put his penis in it, whatever it is. I believe that's correct. Is that not correct, Leitness? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Love it. That's it. So much. Yep. All right. Love it. All right. Uh, well, thank you all for joining. Uh, special thanks out to Finn for uh, showing up tonight. We appreciate oh, it. No Hopefully we see you again. And uh, we'll catch you guys all later. Peace. Later. Later. Penis.